On today's episode of The Hobbyist Novice, we have an absolutely super special episode on tap for you guys today. As you know, Disney Lorcana has absolutely taken the TCG world by storm. The cards are can't be found anywhere, the game is super popular, it is so much fun to play, and it's also so collectible. So, more than anything, I really wanted to get into the minds of one of the Disney Lorcana artists have put together some of the greatest illustrations we've seen ever, in my opinion, in the TCG game before. So with that said, we're so excited to welcome Nicholas Cole onto the Hobbyist Novice today as we talk all things Lorcana, his background, and so much more. Thank you guys for joining us today. It is going to be a fun episode. Sit back, listen, enjoy as Nicholas takes us a little bit deeper into the world of Lorcana. All right, welcome back to the Hobbies Novice. Really excited, super special guest today of Nicholas Cole. You might see a lot of his art on the first chapter of Disney Lorcana. Uh, Nick, if you want to just introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself, background, some things you might have been worked on. Yeah, absolutely. Hi, um, I'm Nicholas Cole. I'm a character designer and illustrator. I've been doing this job for uh, something getting on 15 years. Um, I started out in video games. That's still my bread and butter. Um, most recently, the last couple of titles I worked on were the uh, Crash Bandicoot 4 uh, and uh, Crash Team Rumble sort of set, and then uh, Spyro uh, Reignited Trilogy, which was great. Um, I've done a little work for Netflix on the, the Scrooge movie that came out like a year ago at Christmas time, and uh, just kind of worked across like children's books, covers. Um, doing like animation work video game viz dev and uh just kind of like sampling a little bit of toy work here and there for hasbro and mattel briefly um and this is my very first ever uh tcg uh with lorcana and uh i'm really loving it so far not only working on it but actually playing it uh we're talking right now uh at noon tonight I have got an appointment with a local uh, constructed deck tournament here in the city. So that's awesome. And like I gotta say, before we get into Lorcana, how excited I was to see that you watched, worked on Crash Bandicoot 4. Crash Bandicoot has personally been one of my favorite video games since I was a kid. So that was super cool to see. Uh, it's actually one of my favorite games in my family and I play a lot. So it was really cool to see that. I was really excited once I actually learned that a few weeks ago too. Oh, that's awesome. My my condolences. It's so hard if you're playing for. Yeah, we're stuck. We're we are complete. I actually forget what world we're stuck on, what level. But we haven't been able to get past it now for like six months. I the the fact that they count your deaths in the corner is so brutal because <laughs> I I wanted to like see the entire thing and I am not gifted in the Crash Bandicoot way. So uh, it took me like a hundred deaths on. I think it was I can't remember what the city level name was with Cortex, and I just like. My wife just watched me like pass 100 <laughs> deaths, just cussing and trying to get up the surface of this building. But yeah, we've there. been there. That's probably close to where we're at right now, where we kind of have to, we're in that one suit where you got to morph out from the platform to come back and forth and getting, oh, yeah. and we keep getting zapped by the raid that comes down, no matter <laughs> how many times we try it. And we, the four of us have been stuck on this forever. <laughs> wow. We'll go back to it every now and then too, but it's, it's just a shit. It's an awesome game. That's well, great. I'm really, really proud of the what we did as a team, especially visually. And um, yeah, I'm 
looking back, it's it's cool to like see something where you're like, yeah, heck yeah, we really like, even though <laughs> you might not get all the way through it to see all of the stuff that that was done, you know, I really, you know, felt good to be part of such a cool team. Yeah, it's a great game. The graphics are amazing in that game too. It's really cool to see Crash up in that next level of generation games too. So that's really cool to see. But now everyone wants to hear about Lorcana. So for sure. <laughs> we'll go into it too much more. But I mean, just talk about like your experience on Lorcana. What was it like getting to work on it and getting a bit of twist and all these iconic characters? Yeah. Uh well, I mean, getting to kind of take and interpret some of these characters. I mean, they are so like Mickey Mouse, it doesn't really get any more iconic or mm-hmm. uh ubiquitous. <laughs> you know, he's everywhere, everyone knows what you know what he looks like so any change that you're going to make is always going to be scrutinized and it's a little nerve-wracking certainly coming out of crash and spyro like it was really exciting to make changes and tweaks but um sometimes not super well received depending on the on the fan um so uh it's been great to partner really closely with disney on this and really like make changes and adjustments that feel like they're still part of the spirit of the ip and uh, each character, like as we do it, we're not really pushing them like outside of their um, kind of moral alignment or comfort zone per se. Like it's it it's still Cruella Deville, no matter how you draw mm-hmm. her or what costume and kind of like way that you spin it. Even Hades in his like um, Zeus esque form still is kind of exuding that attitude and feel. So we really work hard to try and retain that sense of who the character is, even as we we change them. Um, but getting to work on this project has been just really delightful. I think that I came in nervous and, uh, curious to see how, you know, working with a big client like this would be, and on such a, like, kind of ongoing, there's so many cards to get through, like the production schedule is nonstop. Um, but it's really been lovely. Everybody working on it has been just like really kind and excited and creatively engaged. Um, and it's Every time I sit down to a new card, it's uh, fun to revisit the like nostalgic memories that are attached to each movie and each character. So yeah, I mean, and the art's incredible. Uh, I mean, I've had my two favorite cards in the entire set is Mickey Mouse, Brave Little Taylor. I honestly keep this by my desk ever since I got it. I was so excited to pull that. Hey, hey. <laughs> hi, buddy. <laughs> And uh, Elsa Snow Queen card. As far as art in the entire series, those are my two favorite art in the entire series. I love the twist you had on the two, and they just look amazing. Thank you. Thanks. Those were probably the two I was the most nervous making, because <laughs> both Mickey and Elsa are, I think, the characters people have the most opinions about. Like, the, just the fan bases are passionate and deeply mm-hmm. entrenched, and I wanted to make sure that I did right by those characters. So it's really, really gratifying to hear that people like like what we yeah, came up I, mean, I think, especially the Brave Little Taylor, I mean, I, so many people are like dying to pull that card. It's just like going through the boards and stuff. And it's just a really cool card. Really excited to see it. I honestly can't wait to, I want like a poster of that card. I just love the artwork <laughs> so much on it. It's great. Oh, it's good. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, and the game is just so exciting. I mean, did you expect it to just blow up as much as it has so quickly? No. No, I don't think, like, you you hope for it, you know, you hope that people will be excited about it, and, um, you know, I can't speak for the entirety of the team, but I think that the mentality going in was, you know, we're just going to do our best, uh, try and put together something that's really, like, 
meaningful, actually fun to play that we believe in creatively and artistically and hope that people like respond to that as well. But uh, after going to Gen Con and seeing people sleep uh, at the begin at the front of the line, you know, to to get there just to grab a couple booster packs and some um, deck boxes and stuff was like, I've never I've never been a, a part of a project that, you know, people wanted to sleep in line for, you know, uh, so that's like, there's no way to plan for that. Uh, you know, there's no, uh, you'd be, you'd have to be an insane egomaniac to anticipate like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I drew Mickey, people are going to sleep in line to try and pull one for sure. Um, you know. <laughs> it's crazy. So. I mean, when it was first announced, it sounded amazing. I'm just, I'm a huge Disney person in general. I go to the parks all the time, love Disney and movies, everything. Mm. So, I mean, to hear this coming out, it was great. And like, you you kind of felt like there was a slow build to it of the excitement really getting, but I just did not expect it to be like this. Like, this has yeah. been crazy. It, they can't find the cards on the shelf anywhere still. The best no. way to get on stage is trade boards, whatever you kind of fill out your decks. But it's been a heck of a ride. I'm sure it's just been insane for you. Definitely. And exciting too, because I've been really enjoying getting kind of into the local scene. I live up here in Vancouver, Canada, and it is you know, a pretty thriving, you know, every time we go to an event, it's booked solid. And, you know, sometimes there's some familiar faces, but there's often a lot of new folks and uh, the spread of people who are interested across like every kind of demographic feels pretty broad. And um, it's, it's just like a lovely vibe. Like people seem cheerful and excited. People kind of burst into songs sporadically, you know, as they're playing. And uh, yeah, I, I've been really uh, delighted to see that element because when you're working on just the illustrations you don't really have a ton of insight into gameplay um, you know in the early months and, and even years of the project uh, as that's all still being developed and kind of coming into focus uh, on other parts of the team so the big question was always like is it going to be fun like are people going to really enjoy playing and uh, I can speak from my own experience like I've got three decks I'm building and you know like I, I've getting my butt kicked almost consistently but i'm still enjoying getting my butt kicked so i think that speaks pretty well of it yeah that's kind of how it's been going for me too i'm, try I'm trying to figure out that <laughs> perfect deck so what decks are you running with currently uh well so i i bit down hard initially on like uh sapphire steel and i really got excited about trying to build kind of an item centric uh tamatoa and like um ariel who's it collector deck because something intrigued me about the way those potentially loop and play together. Uh, it's kind of clunky. I'm I'm still working on it, getting it to actually work and play. Um, my wife just keeps sweeping the floor with me. But um, uh, and then to respond to that, you know, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna try building an amber amethyst since everyone's talking about it and mm -hmm. see what that's like. Uh, and then I started experimenting with uh, steel uh, emerald. Okay. Uh, which I've just been enjoying. I think it's, you know, just fun to kind of experiment with different colors. Tonight, uh, for the constructed deck, the uh, league here is giving out a bonus point to anybody who builds a, a deck for the evening that is just two movies. I don't know if that's happening mm -hmm. at other events, but just like two IPs in the, the deck alone uh, across whatever colors you pick. And I'm thinking I might, if I have a uh, a spot this afternoon to kind of shuffle some cards around, I might give it a shot. But oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I haven't seen one of those. I've seen a lot of uh, drafts where you just get like four booster packs. There's no limitation mm -hmm. to colors. 
and just building a deck off of those. Those have been fun. I've been wanting to do one of those, but yeah, the couple movie ones, that's interesting. I haven't seen that. Yeah. I mean, that assumes like an availability of cards for the people attending that yeah. is maybe not reflective of reality, but, <laughs> uh, but, you know, absolutely that's being worked on. And I'm really excited. Uh, the previews for set two just came out, you know, uh, last week. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm just like as much a part of the, the hype of just playing and getting to open packs and stuff as I am excited to be working on it. Yeah, I, I cannot say enough how excited I am for, especially that set that's coming out, the Disney 100 set, the gift set that's coming come for the yeah. Walt Disney animators. I am so excited for that. Super that cool. So I cool. love that. Yeah, yeah seeing Brittany cool. Lee like drawing Elsa on a card in the game was like, oh, it's it's good because we're looking at at her work and a lot of the others like as reference every time we sit down to like work on the cards and pulling up their art um it's really cool to just see that directly like oh there she is you know yeah that was that was a surprise i, I was hoping that was something that would happen down the line and to see that just to come out out of nowhere that that was a really cool really nice touch for that set totally so, i mean before like even going into this and getting to like getting to do these characters who was your favorite disney character i'm like a big Stitch fan. <laughs> I really like Stitch, and I think that that Chris Sanders' sensibility in the way that he designs his his characters, particularly his creatures, that he took kind of into How to Train Your Dragon with Toothless, mm -hmm. is something that like really influenced my sensibilities at an early age. So um, Stitch is always going to be have a really special uh, spot in my heart, but. Maleficent is is amazing too. I think she's just a killer design, and I got to work early on. You know, years ago, I worked on a book that came out with the uh, Angelina Jolie Maleficent movie. Okay, uh, it was called The Curse of Maleficent, and it was a bunch of you know, I did like twenty five interior illustrations on the cover for Disney Publishing, and it was one of my very first kind of freelance gigs. Um, and uh, I just grew really attached to the character and then getting to like come full circle like a decade later and uh, do a card with with her on it was really gratifying. So yeah, that, that's got to be an awesome feeling. Yeah, for sure. And then, I mean, you talking about your favorite character. Do you have a certain other than if Stitch is your favorite character to draw? Is that your favorite character to draw or do you have a different character? Just Yeah, I think I think that would have to be the stitch thing just because of that artistic like sensibility and inspiration because of the way chris sanders goes about designing his characters but um i would love to get my teeth into some of the like treasure planet characters mm -hmm. seeing uh john silver uh show up in the cards was like oh my gosh i didn't even think we could do that like i would love to to get my uh get my teeth into that one um yeah and I'm, i've been you know i, I think it's i'm like kind of a, a, a broken record at this point but i really love the goofy movie um and i would love to do like a power line card that would be really that cool line. yeah yeah i mean like you said like with treasure planet i don't think too many people expect to see cards from that and i can't even say mm. how excited i am that the great mouse detective is gonna be the next set yes yes uh i independently did some like radigan fan art a couple of years ago <laughs> just because that movie's great and the designs are super fun and uh yeah yeah super excited to see them join yeah, the it's really cool to see like those movies that you wouldn't even think would be in something like this to just mm -hmm. pop up out of nowhere that's just really cool to see totally i mean it's hundreds of cards for each set that yeah. you know the the pace of you know the demand of the game we're gonna hit all 
the the big ones, obviously, you know, the things that have really solidly pre-established massive fan bases. But I'm especially excited to hit the slightly more niche uh, corners of the Disney fandom. And, you know, yeah, because I'm a part of those, too. Those are those movies like Treasure Planet and Atlantis, um, even Lilo and Stitch, like Stitch himself kind of broke out as an icon. But that was like a kind of more minor success. Mm-hmm. in terms of the pantheon when you compare it to like beauty and the beast and um little mermaid and, and lion king and stuff like that so uh it's great that they all get to come play together yeah i mean there's just there's so many characters to pull from from just so many yeah. years of movies so it's gonna be a lot of fun to see everything that gets done all these different characters that get brought in it's a lot of cool i mean do you have a certain dream character that you'd like to draw for an upcoming set it's like it's gotta be power line right it's it it's I've been trying to like pitch into like even the the granular details about which like abilities and sort of which color ink like the different goofy movie characters could fit into. So we'll see how that all pans out. <clears throat> but um, I mean, Ursula is such a like fun character in general. A lot of the villains are classic for a reason. You know, I think I've seen uh, one or two. Well, there is, I think just the one Yzma in the first set and she's like an incredible design and and when you look more closely from an artistic perspective about how they've figured out the shapes and proportions and she is such a like adventurous look you know for the kind of disney space and that's where the villains really shine there's often like really interesting shapes and geometry and features in the the mix where when you're doing a princess or a prince it's a little like a little more like traditional and you know what to expect but yzma's like facial geometry is just (laughs) fuck wild um so i would love to do an yzma at some point oh that would be cool my two dream cards i'm dying to see in one set one i want to see figment at some point i'm hoping we get a figment card yeah my second one is darkwing duck those are my two. Oh yeah, right on. Get pulled in at some point. I think Powerline's a very good chance coming in at some point. I mean, I feel like they're really pulling him into the parks now too. So maybe we'll see that. I'm hoping so. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I feel like there's some areas uh, in the sort of pantheon of you know Disney movies where like little like groups of intense kind of cult fandom will sort of bubble up, and Goofy movie seems like one of those for sure. Um, but Darkwing Duck is definitely, he was a huge, like, icon of my childhood watching. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was. I was just at the right age where that was, like, one of the edgiest things I had seen at the time. It was, like, I wasn't ready for actual Batman yet. But just the idea that, like, there was, like, a brooding purple and black Donald Duck kind of analog was. I really like Tailspin, actually, come to yeah, think of it. That would be a really fun series of characters to explore. Yeah, that whole Disney afternoon. That would be amazing to somehow see get incorporated at some point. Totally. That would be really cool. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many cards in that first chapter. I mean, your card decide. What would you say is your favorite card in the entire set? Wow. Um, I think that Cookie is killing it uh, on, on their cards. So uh, the, the Beast card that they did where like the clawing forward uh across the floor um i just think illustratively it's like rock solid it's so cool uh it's like a really pushed look and i think sometimes when you're doing characters like this where there's model sheets and there's whole movies and there's a really like solid sense of exactly what they look like it's hard to add any kind of 
styling to it that you feel like, oh, well, maybe I'm pushing too far. And so whenever somebody pulls off something like what Cookie did with that Beast card, um, and and further than that, too, I mean, I'm always really uh, impressed. Uh, I think that, like, John Silver card is pretty sick, too. It's beautifully done, and it's also just, like, captures the spirit of the the movie in like a single card just one off on its own um which feels pretty pretty rad no yeah, that's an awesome couple of awesome cards there for sure there's so many good cards in the set the art throughout the entire set is just phenomenal like the art is great and like we were talking about they've just never seen so much hype for a game and it really lived up to the hype like it's been crazy the game's just super fun to play it's pretty easy to learn too i feel like i, I think the first time I played i was a little bit confused but then i like after that I really got in the gist of it and just fun to pick up all ages. Like you said, it's a very broad audience too. Something that you don't really see with too many TCGs. Yeah, yeah, truly. And um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I tried, <laughs> we went to a booster draft a couple of weeks ago and my my parents uh, were happy to be in town and they're both in their 60s and they've never played Pokemon or Magic or any of this. You know, they've played, you know, poker or blackjack or something and uh uh, they were curious and so they came along to the booster draft and you know started to get the fundamentals down by the end of the evening and it was really like sweet to see them kind of trying and and kind of clicking with it I think my mom came away with like more of a like deep understanding of what was going on which was pretty funny to see because uh, it's just so unusual for them to click with something like that but the Disney like the history of the properties brings in all these older fans who recognize these characters from their own childhoods which is really pretty dope yeah absolutely I mean it, it's amazing how many different people this has brought together I mean like you go to the Pokemon tournament stuff like we would before and you always see the same people and now it's just completely different there's so many different mm-hmm. people that have never experienced CCDs all coming together and playing this game and loving it it's great yeah yeah our like favorite go-to spot um here in in vancouver just to plug it is called turquoise goat and like they have such a cool diverse constituency of folks who show up um and it's just a delight to play there like it's it's a very friendly atmosphere when people get together to play lurkana and i know from past experience that generally speaking the gaming space is a very friendly place but there are certain vibes and games that bring out a different level of competitiveness or intensity or constituencies that are just like more all one type of person that just gravitates towards this thing but it's uh it's been exciting to see people even bring their kids you know like bring bring younger players in and and watch like you know guys my age like bearded in their 30s coming in and getting their butt kicked by a 12 year old girl and it's like hell yeah that's that's exactly the card game i hoped we were making you know it's not to ask too so have you had any good pulls yet have you pulled any enchanted yourself yet not seen a single enchanted dude where are they (laughs) (laughs) like i really want that enchanted stitch um but i love what uh, cookie did with the enchanted um tinkerbell card as well i thought the like that's a great one two kind of flipped perspective was really neat um i've got some great pulls i mean i'm i'm i love like kind of deck building i've even ordered a couple singles to start to kind of get into the the specifics which i know everyone else is doing out there and they're like yeah congratulations welcome to the normal <laughs> run of the mill but for me this is very new so i'm very excited and anytime i'm pulling something that's like oh my gosh that is a whole new world and i've been hunting for those or you know um grab your sword my wife hates the that i've just got 
exactly enough grab your swords to make her life um just that much more difficult she still kicks my butt but i at least wipe her her, her characters on a regular basis so that's awesome yeah I, I have pulled one enchanted i pulled the genie enchanted and one of my packs got really lucky so i was really excited about that so that's been cool to congratulations see. the cards are amazing i mean the art on is the there like a particular enchanted you're hunting for yes yeah i really want wayward sorcerer mickey that's my number one stitch is my number all two. right cam candle yeah yeah those are definitely ones i'm looking for the most but they're all i mean the art is so cool on these things i love the full art aspect of it too yeah do you have a background in like other tcgs before lorcana is that are you more of a Disney fan or more of just like a TCG fan in general, would you say? Um, I started off with Pokemon. Uh played that with my little guy for yeah. a while. Like I when it first came out, like when I was pretty much almost his age, and now getting back into yeah. that, you know, around COVID, we've been playing. We went on to that every Saturday as we would do a league. And then Lorcanon came out, and that's brought the whole family into it because we're such big Disney people. So that's mm. been awesome too. But yeah, it's definitely it's nice to have that background and kind of understand the TCG aspect a little bit, but it's definitely been easy to pick up on this game, especially for him. Like he's seven and he's picked up on it pretty well too. So that's pretty cool. Whoa. He's like really like grokking all the mechanics at seven. I don't know. I'm going to tell my, I'm going to tell my dad that. <laughs> Gets the Because <date>. <laughs> he's still, he's still struggling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been cool. It's cool to play it as a family. It's just a great game. It's just a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to collect. It's a lot of fun to play. And there's just so much coming too from all the new chapters that we're looking forward to too. It's just it's mm. so cool awesome the last thing i just want to ask i mean maybe for anyone who hasn't played the game yet how would you best describe it hmm let's describe it i mean i think it's a really like easy to learn uh tricky to master like really like deeply strategic but still really playful fun and whimsical there's Disney movies that you'll recognize and a lot of flavor in each card that's going to play as it plays. Sometimes the way that a card actually plays will remind you of the story or the narrative beats of how it actually unfolds in the movie. And those moments are like the most fun. Uh, it's plays very similar to something like Magic the Gathering, but with a few key differences. So it's like less combative. You're racing to the finish. Um, I love the way that like ink is not sort of its own separate resource. So everything is like a really interesting, active strategic decision um, as you go. Uh, but overall, I think, you know, it's a fun fun time to sort of spend an, an hour or two with some friends around the table um, and uh, just kind of dip back into that nostalgic feeling from the uh, the old movies of your childhood, so. Yeah, absolutely. Lorcan is awesome. And again, we have chapter two coming out. It's about two months from now too, which is great. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Nicholas, thanks so much for coming out, getting on the show today. I really appreciate talking Lorcana with us. Really hope to hear more from you soon too. I appreciate it. This is like lovely, great questions and uh, wish you guys the best. All right. Thanks so much, Nicholas. I really appreciate you coming on. My pleasure. All right.